Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. He's an actor, writer, mm. and comedian mm. uh, from Waffles and Mochi and mm-hmm. Comedy Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. It's Sean Distance. You know, you, you say special guest and some people just say, or you say extra, extra special <laughs> guest. Some people just say extra. You know, <laughs> I am extra. Let me ask you this. So right away, we're starting the podcast, right? Uh-huh. Yes. So for the listeners, I'm staring at a soundboard in front of me. Yeah. Well, how often does this come up? I mean, this thing is so tantalizing. I used to have a soundboard set up on like this iPad and Ooh. I loved I really, really loved uh just hitting the buttons. And right now it looks like I can hit the buttons because it's on my screen, but I can't. Oh, it's a tease. It's like a specific (laughs) type of torture. I'll play whatever one you want. Actually, here's what I want you to do, Gabe. I want you to get me a sound drop because I have a drop request. And it was my favorite (laughs) drop on the podcast I used to do in uh, New York. And it was like, it was sort of when I was going to end the podcast and it was the part from dream girls where it's like, and you, and you, and you, <laughs> you're going to love me. <laughs> just like, just from there to the, like that to me is my favorite drop. <laughs> you just drop it at any point in the episode. I'll, I'll lose my mind. He will do it. So Don't worry will. about producer. You, you just yeah. recorded it for him. I kind of way. did. <laughs> He's gonna you, take you that portion take of that you. one. Yeah. You're gonna love me. <laughs> okay, we got a clean one. <laughs> you got a clean one. Okay, good. Um, Gabe built this uh, pod bay, as he called it. Uh, um, it's, it's incredible. Custom built. That's yeah. that's what you get with the producer. Incredible, Gabe. incredible. And he loves surprising us with random drops. Oh, oh yeah. Inc- well, that's the that's the whole point. Is that. You have this superpower at any moment. There could be a moment of silence and you can hit them with like any drop. You know what I mean? It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Clever girl. Yes. <laughs> Clever girl. Now, what people don't know. Okay. So anyone who wants to know, that's from Jurassic Park. The guy is hunting. There's, he's in the raptor cage. The raptor sort of flanks him. He looks to the left and says, Clever girl. <laughs> I do yeah. like you know we gotta we gotta give a full explanation. Yeah, of each you know, one. some people were born in like two thousand. You know, no, what I mean? that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> that freaks me out. It kind of does freak me out. I I I had a young friend once. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, I mean, she's still my young friend, but she had never seen Jurassic Park. It's and insane. So one time we had both had a a weed gummy mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I was I was like let's now's the time let's watch Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and um and then it seems like a bad movie for that it actually was great <laughs> we did have to pause periodically because she'd be like wait what's going on mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you need something that has no plot <laughs> but she loved it pretty yeah she was she was I super think into that it. movie directing wise would hold up on a weed gummy which I think is the only way to think of a, a movie holds up I, because like. It, the the CGI and the practical effect mix is, is just so good. It's yeah. so pretty. And that's like, true. you you know, that's the thing is you'd watch Jurassic Park and be like, oh, is this the graphic or the dinosaurs going to look stupid? They still look pretty good, right? I yeah. Mean, we yeah. watched it not too long ago. Yeah. For Thanksgiving. Mm. I, I love that. It's like, it might be my favorite movie, actually. 
Well, let wow. me be the first to say, I think it's a good movie. <laughs> wow. And I'm going to say, so you're saying it's your favorite movie. You're saying it's a good movie. I'm going to say it's a pretty good movie. Okay. I'll be the one who's the you're going dumb. down the ladder. No, you know, okay. Actually, it's incredible. <laughs> and it's one of the first movies I ever saw in like surround sound, I think, oh, in yeah. someone's house. Well, and nice. it like blew my fucking mind. Like mm. uh, it's an incredible Anyways, My, clever girl. That's what happens yeah. when you play a drop. You occupy at least five minutes of the podcast. <laughs> I was talking about Great. Jurassic Park. It, this is pretty yeah, much a baby. Yeah. So yeah, so I kind of feel like Austin Powers went the second one to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is just our uh, conversation starter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. What next? What next? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, we yeah. do want to know, though. Yeah. How did you get into basketball? Okay, so... How did I get into basketball? I grew up in Miami, Florida. Ooh. And, you know, weather's pretty good there. So basketball is an easy sport to play. And, like, you know, I, I was, I would say, in my, like, middle school and early high school days, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, never really had height, you know, but could really muscle my way through. I was sort of a Charles Barkley-esque player. But, nice. Like, sort of butt first and <laughs> a lot of, like, but, Great but, strategy. But I, yeah, I played in a lot of leagues. I think my parents just wanted to like put me in stuff. And I had really thick glasses when I was young. So I was like a very early, I look like Dr. J. Like I had those nice. like athletic glasses that we had to get. Goggles? Uh, yeah, like goggles, <laughs> essentially athletic glasses. They're goggles <laughs> with like a prescription. And I would yeah. like go, you know, and it, it was it was interesting because like as one of the only kids that had to do that, mm. I felt so like, whoa, what's going on with that guy? Is he okay? Like, but I played a lot. One memory I had was in an early league. I when I I didn't score a lot at first. I don't know if do you guys did you guys play basketball when you were younger? No, no. no. So the, it, you generally like don't score a lot the first couple of seasons you play. Then you break the seal. Then you mm. then you get out of your head and then you start to actually play. Like that's kind of how it was for me. And one of my early leagues before I was scoring a lot. I made like I had like six points in a game. And at the time it was like the Dennis Rodman Bulls, like mm-hmm. he, the the shit talking and the like motioning to the crowd. <laughs> so my mom came to a game. I made a free throw or something. And then I ran back to the other side of the court, like, come on, like having the crowd start <laughs> cheering. And I was like, ears to the crowd, like, let's hear it. And my mom was just like, cracking louder, up. Louder. I was like, louder, y'all. And then I was like talking shit. And the referees were like, we don't know if we can call it technical. This is little league basketball. Or, you know. And so I was like, so excited to score. Um, and then like, you know, I had the thing where, I don't know if this phenomenon has been talked about, but when you, the age range you play in is really affected by like when your birthday is. So I was a July birthday coming up and that tended to be the like end of the eligibility Mm. or like it was right near the cutoff where it made it either. I was the youngest player in the league or the oldest Mm -hmm. player. Yeah. Um, And when it shifted to me being the oldest player, I, it was great. Like I wasn't, incredible at basketball but i was playing against kids that were a great younger than me so i was yeah. like michael jordan you know <laughs> and you know when i got started getting older you know i was playing a little bit better and i started to like i bought i got i bought like a basketball hoop that i rolled out of my garage oh nice and you know i'd play in my front yard and that is really where my game like i started to get really good yeah because uh, i could play every single day 
And then I grew a mustache really young too. And I would show up to these games and then people would be like, I think we saw him drive here. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's a ringer. He like he came in the game and destroyed our little like the kids were so much smaller than me. It was so fun. Um, the, I'm imagining this little child with Dr. J goggles. Yeah. A full on handlebar mustache yeah. or something. By then, by then I was wearing like by then I didn't have the goggles. By then I had glasses like a little strap on the back. Oh yeah. And the, the like glasses Kurt were Rambis like style. plastic. Yeah, they weren't like you could mm. like slap them off my face and it would be fine, but they weren't goggles. They mm-hmm. wouldn't get all fogged up when I was like, you know, running around. Um but so I played in a lot of leagues like that on and off and you know to varying success and it was always really fun. And then the sort of like one epic season, I was in eighth grade and I had a friend who was leaving town. He's moving to Ohio and he was like, dude, I'm on this team that has won this championship like three years in a row and I'm leaving. And we went to like the same middle school. So we played basketball every morning and he was like, I'm leaving. I think his name was Chase. If I remember correctly, Chase, cool. if you're out there listening to downtown, <laughs> hit us up. Hit us up. Um, We'd love I, to hear from you. So he left and I ended up taking his place on the team. And this was the first time I was on a like real team. And, and the coach was the wait. you switched schools. No, no, no. These were like, these weren't school, like teams. clubs. Oh, these oh, were club okay. teams. So like, got it. like it, it was like that with football and uh, basketball until you're mm-hmm. in high school. When you're in high mm-hmm. school, then you play for your school. But then you Got can it. still play in other leagues like YMCA was a league. There was also like the Kendall Optimist League, whatever. Yeah. So I was in this league. I joined this team. I don't remember what it was. It was maybe the the like Miami Regional League or some shit. And the coach was the women's coach of the high school. That, uh, and he coached this other team on the side. And he was a legit coach. And like we practiced two a day. We were doing like two a days. My parents were like, what is happening? What, what is going on this summer? <laughs> and I was like, I got to go to practice. And then I was going like in the afternoon and they did this crazy thing where he was like, all right, well, just follow. I'm, we're going to drive and you guys just run behind the car. And we just like <laughs> followed this guy through the streets for a long time. Wow. Um, and I think at this time. I got into the best shape I think I've ever gotten into in my entire life. Like, I think I was like one day playing basketball with my shirt off in front of my house. And I was like, oh, my God, I have a six pack right now. Like, it was <laughs> insane. I was like, I could grab the rim in eighth grade. Like, in oh eighth grade, God. I was grabbing the rim. Anyone wow. who knows me, I have incredibly large calf muscles. Mm. So, like, I can jump really high. So okay. that was a Your part vertical- of my... Is it still, can you still jump really high? I've pulled and I've pulled both calf muscles. Oh no. I'll tell you about a story about the second time. Um, I can still jump pretty high, but I'm always worried that I'm going to like pop, you know, there's something about it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Um, But so anyways, I'm in great shape at this time and we played in a league and yeah, I was like, I was probably averaging like 12 points a game, which is to me like 30 points a game in these leagues. You know what I mean? Like 12 (laughs) points a game is huge back then. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I played a lot and it was so fun and that we played in a tournament and we won a championship and I felt like this is the dream. And then I went to high school, didn't make the team, never played another organized day of basketball. Actually, I did play another league after that where I joined my friend's uh, uh, neighbor's 
team, YMCA team. And I was maybe two years older than everyone. And I was like shooting from half court. It was just fun. <laughs> um, but that, that was like amazing. the last time. Yeah, that was the last time that I was like, man, I'm a real baller, you know? And yeah, when I was in college, there was some definite like basketball years where we really got into it again. And I was like, damn, I'm pretty good again. Um, and, you know, recently I tried to play like in my 30s in L.A., and you guys are probably friends with Carl Tart, right? Yeah. Carl plays in that Sunday basketball league. And yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to play in that Sunday basketball. That's it, man. Like, I got to go down there and ball on these motherfuckers. Like, I was getting <laughs> back into great shape again in 2018. And I was like, I would run down to like Pacific, Pan Pacific Park and play uh -huh. basketball there by myself. Um, and I was like getting close to grabbing the rim again. And I Whoa. was like, okay, I got to go play with Carl and the homies. <laughs> so as soon as Carl calls me, I'm going to go play. Then there, a Sunday comes around. Carl texts me. He's like, dude, if you want to come play, we're playing in half an hour. And I remember being like, damn, I feel kind of like sore from the other day. And, you know, but I got I to gotta do it. So I just threw, threw on some shoes and ran down to the court. And I'm out there playing. We're shooting around. I'm showing off. I'm like, check me out. I'll grab the rim. You know, like everyone's <laughs> like, oh, shit. I don't know shock a ball like that. <laughs> right, you know, what, who knows? I probably just look like a normal ball. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there thinking like, oh, I can't wait to play. I, I, I kid you not. I, we start a game. The, the clock starts. I would say one defensive possession we like get back. We play a defensive possession. We get back down on offense. I get the ball, start cruising around the key, cruising around the pick, and then boom, my I hear my calf muscle pull from no. my body, oh. and then I just I'm like, oh, okay, I'm done. I've played for forty seconds. I think I'm done, <laughs> and I'm probably not going to be able to run for the next four months. Like oh, it was no. such a brutal reminder of how old I was, and it was a mistake to think I could ball with the pros. Oh, I hate that. I'm sorry, that sucks. Yeah. So that that I will say is my full, fully abridged basketball career, and you know Miami Heat fan growing up. Yeah, you know, watch. What was your favorite era of Miami Heat? I think the one that was maybe the mo I was the most connected to. Obviously, I was around. I was in Florida when LeBron and D Wade. Mm -hmm. No, I, Banana no boat. I was in New York actually. Gosh, I don't even remember what years were those championships. Mm, 2012? Yeah. I was going to say 2012. Yeah. I was in New York. Yeah. I was in New York. But I was still like, you know, very glad when LeBron went to uh, Miami. And mm -hmm. I think I was in Florida when D Wade and Shaq won and Lonzo got his ring. Nice. And I think, but I think the team that I connected to the most with the Tim Hardaway, Alonzo Mourning mm. years, the Knicks Heat series are some of the most like gritty, like 68 60 basketball games you'll ever watch. <laughs> um, but they, but you know, I was like so into it. I was like loving it. And yeah, yeah. weirdly, I, I was talking about this the other day too, because I played basketball in the summer, I watched so much WNBA. Oh, because nice. it was the basketball that was on in the summer. Yeah. And I would like come home from practice and like throw on like, oh, I'll watch this game. And like I watched so much WNBA in the like late 90s, early 2000s. And yeah, I like loved like, was it like, was it the Comets? I think that were winning the championships then like with not Cheryl Swoops, but with um, gosh, what was her name? Um, Are you talking about um, 
I mean, Darn the greatest it. WNBA player of all time, right? What's yeah, she's <laughs> like five times. Les, um, was it not Leslie? It was not Lisa was it? Leslie. Lisa not Leslie's Le- the it was on the Liberty. Or yeah. no, Lisa Rebecca Lobo was on the Liberty. Lisa Leslie was on the Sparks. But on the comics, comets, we had her name was it's getting pulled up. Oh, he's pulling it up. He's pulling it up. Is that her? No, no. What is her name? Is it, ta- is, was Tamika Catchings on the no, no, comments? No, no, no. I know this nothing. Is Tina we Thompson? To, no, we need to know. Tina Thompson was on the team, but it, mm-hmm. she wasn't the like, she was 36 when it started. She was like, oh, wait. Wow. It, it was Cheryl. Cynthia Cooper. That's who it is. Oh, Cynthia Cooper. Cynthia Cooper. She was incredible. I mean, I love the WNBA. I watch so much of it. Also, it's like because I'm watching stuff I could do. Like they weren't dunking. It was like, oh, yeah, I could run those plays. I can Mm. like do that move, you know? Yeah. Um, Loved watching. But it's funny. Like, you know, I've gone in and out of my like watching habits, you know? Mm. Yeah. What are well, your you, guys, what are your guys like? Did you guys like always basketball fans or just coming into no. it late? Um, yeah, we're pretty we're pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, like I I was very often on I, my first team that I loved because I'm from Phoenix was the Steve Nash Suns. Yes, yes, yes. Um, in like 2000, you know, early two thousand. Marion. Yeah, Sean Marion. Right. Who else was um, on the team? Uh, well. My my favorite guy was Amari Stoudemire. Stoudemire. Yeah. I love Amari Stoudemire. And I always thought like that team was so fun because they were all so quirky. Steve yes. Nash was really quirky. Like Leandro Sean Marion, Barbosa. Barbosa. Yes. He came off the bench. Like <laughs> Sean Marion shot like he like would wretch the ball next to his head. It was like an insane shot. Yeah. And like, God, I love that. That was a good Suns team. They were very scrappy. They never won anything but they got to the finals once right or the western conference finals they got to the western conference finals they always lost no but this is when kobe was bad they they lost to the spurs Spurs, every time you know you forget the spurs dominated for so long (laughs) they really well i i was in texas so i can't forget the spurs no yeah you'll never forget them I, i lived in dallas so i was a mavs fan that that's when i started watching in like 2011 when they the very first season I watched, they won the championship and then mm. obviously never again. <laughs> uh, so it was kind of nice. Uh, but then for a long time, I didn't really watch basketball um, until we started doing this podcast. Now it's been three years. Wow. Um, so you probably but, know a thousand times more about basketball than I ever would. Let me I mean, ask I think you we, this. We probably know like what all the stuff that's happened in the last three years, but like there's decades and decades yeah. that I'm like, <laughs> I have know. no we're idea. S- we're still learning about stuff. Let me yeah. ask you this. What was, yeah. okay. So one thing that was big in basketball for me growing up was getting the signature shoe. Like I was mm. always, when mm. I was really young, I would spend literally every dollar I had on like, a sick pair of sneakers, you know? Yeah. And that was a weird connection to basketball to me. Like I would pick play. I would root for players whose sneakers I had and loved. Right. Um, Jerry Stackhouse was one. He had like these filas. Mm-hmm. Oh, classic filas. And now the, this is obviously dating me. This is going to sound like so old, but 
like they were these like they were so popular they were like white with just like a red little lip around them mm-hmm. and i was just i always was like i love jerry stackhouse like i was obsessed <laughs> with him yeah pull up pull up one of the J- the jerry stackhouses and i uh, or wait was g was yes okay so these are the jerry stackhouse i had the ones the ones to the like very right there the white yeah, ones the, with the, the white ones which is hill but yeah i had like those kind nice and i fucking loved them so i rooted for jerry stackhouse when i played basketball i always picked number 42 as my number mm. because of jerry stackhouse That's and awesome. I, i'm like and now like as an adult i feel like something that i've gotten back into is buying like Oh yeah, I want the PG threes and I want the mm-hmm. LeBrons and I want the they, like. Sometimes I can't like the PG threes don't fit well at all, but I like mm-hmm. that I have them in my closet. You know, it's yeah. a weird, stupid yeah. bath collector I, thing. We we love looking at the sneakers. Uh, there definitely are ones that I have been like, oh, those are so cool. I want to buy mm-hmm. them, and they don't make them for women. So well, also, we don't get to buy them. That like I feel like there's so many barriers to sneakers now because yes. You actually, it has to be like your part-time job to keep track of like when they're going on sale and like you gotta go stand on Melrose. <laughs> it's kind of a insane. Hours. It's kind of insane and like StockX and like the amount of money you can spend on like okay, I can just get these right now. Okay, that's great. Like I'm just like it's kind of regrettable the amount of money yeah. I spent, but. And and it does suck. Like I guess you can't just buy men's sizes, no. And well, I, I have to. big feet, so this isn't a problem mm, for me. Mm, but mm, I got nice. I got nice. <laughs> it's not. I don't have dainty feet. Okay, she they're has just, feminine, they're just... beautiful feet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, hey, wiki feet. <laughs> oh no. Oh, has no. wiki feet ever played a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> they should just put clips on there. Yeah, they're just like, well, apparently. <laughs> Very dainty. <laughs> no, but there's Our, not like a there's not like a male equivalent size or well, just like I tried before, but it was like the smallest one was still way too. Yeah, big. they just don't wow. go very low. Yeah. Is the problem? I, and then mm. it must be a problem for men with smaller feet yeah. too. Like they just don't go that low. Yeah. Um. But are you you have Clippers season tickets, right? Are you did? Yes. Yeah, so me, and, yes, I sit next to Carl and Sean and Hayes, mm-hmm. and we have half season tickets. And yeah, it's really wild to be like in come October, I'll be going to games every week again. Like, yeah, you know, right before the lockdown, I think we went to I, I must have went to a game the week before or something like mm-hmm. and then like, you know, as it's happening, I, I'm like looking at my tickets for the rest of the season. And I'm like, there's none of this is going to happen. Like, it's right. crazy. But yeah. So, yeah, I moved to L.A. I did the thing that everyone does. And I became a Clippers fan. Yeah, same. We love the Clippers. Too. Yeah, they're um, great. But so have have you been going to like any of the recent games? I went to Clippers Lakers. Mm. Um, I guess nice. it was like May, early May, like May mm-hmm. 6th or something. Nice. And I was really excited to see LeBron, but he didn't play. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he hurt. His, yeah, he was yeah. hurt. And we just Serge went- who didn't play. But, you know, saw Kawhi, yeah. saw PG and. They won, and, but it was also kind of weird because it was the like half capacity thing. Mm-hmm. Did you go right. to any of those games? No, no. We just went to one last week. Thursday mm-hmm. was Thursday. our first time. What yeah. was that game? It was the, Suns, the Suns game three. Game three. Oh, great, great game to go. It to. was great yeah. win. It was yeah. it was fun. We had horrible seats, but whatever. Yeah, you know, it was. But in a basketball game, horrible seats are still kind of fine. You know, yeah. it's well, like they look. We had a pretty nice view actually yeah i thought i i remembered it being much worse yeah when i first moved here 
I would get offered to be like, do you want to come sit in a box or something? And I'd be like, okay. Yeah. It was always a Clippers game, of course. Mm -hmm. And so I started to just be like, yeah, the Clippers are fun. Fuck this, you know? And yeah. one time we had box seats and they also had floor seats. Mm -hmm. So we were like two at a time going from the <laughs> box down to the floor for like a few minutes and coming back up and waving at Amazing. each other. Amazing. That's so and cool. And the floor seat, Thing. I've probably sat, you know, floor side for maybe three minutes or something. Like it is so crazy. Like it Jealous. is an insane feeling. <laughs> three we, minutes would be like three years. I was, <laughs> but it felt that way. Like they're so much bigger when you're like level and on the yeah. ground. And like when you see them like inbound right in front of you, you're kind of like, oh my God, I'm so close to the game. Yeah. It's I could I could reach out and just touch him. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of kind of crazy. <laughs> we our first year of doing this podcast, we talked about this all the time, and we kind of haven't brought it up in a while but our goal is still to sit courtside yeah, someday we, and oh, not yeah. have to pay for it i oh, think we, yeah. you i think you will i think I you absolutely too. will and that will be the last episode of the show yeah. <laughs> close it up you record like your little outro right there while halftime is happening yeah. and you're yes. like okay guys so we did it <laughs> yeah and then uh vitamin c's graduation will play <laughs> yeah she and comes we'll out and does the halftime performance <laughs> And then Agata and I hold hands and we drive our car into the Los Angeles River. <laughs> that, that, I uh. think that'd be an incredible end. <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. So do you, you, when you guys went to this game, was it was full capacity. Full. Was it was so packed. Yeah, that's amazing. Was there a halftime performance? There was. The dog there pound. There was the dog pound. <laughs> <laughs> now, the dog pound as in the dogs who ride tricycles or no. the dog pound as in the rappers from <laughs> the, the, rappers. the... Okay, because it is that random. And that's kind it of is. one thing I that's loved true. about going to games was how crazy the halftime show was. Yeah. You know, there'd be plate good. spinners. That's awesome. Like we when we fun. went... Yeah, when we went, there wasn't any uh, halftime performance. There were no like dancers. There was the DJ was like confined to a box in a corner. Yeah. And it just felt like it was fun to be there. And I loved, you know, being there in person and cheering. But like you could still kind of hear the like piped in crowd noise a little bit. Mm. And it's like fun for TV. But when you're there and you hear it, and you kind of look around and everyone's just sitting quietly. You're like, this is weird. <laughs> I can't with this shit. And the um, card, like with the cardboard cutouts of all the people. And stuff? Yeah. Well, I was, you know, you're sitting on the other side of that for the most part. Yeah, uh, okay. So I'm like looking at a side of cardboard cutouts. <laughs> I'm hearing a piped in sound. And then every second I'm seeing someone run up to someone else and be like, put your mask on. Oh, wow. was like, but they didn't care about masks at all. At our they don't care anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. I think, I think it's, I think you don't have to have them on yeah. anymore, but I was glad at the time. I didn't mind it, you know, and I was happy to be there. But I, but I'm also like kind of upset I didn't go to game four last night because I'm mm, like, right. I, I mean, maybe if there's a game six, I, I'll try to go. But I really want to go to a full capacity game before. Yeah. But, you know, it, it might. I it, What sucks is, and I don't know if you guys have talked about this, is I'm just like. I know the season's supposed to start up in October, but I'm like, give them a break, man. Give them a break. Like, Seriously. I want them to have a break. Uh, but before we move on, there's a couple yes. points I want to make about our game on Thursday. Mm. First of all, they they still don't, if the players are around the court or on the court, they still don't let anyone, like, 
the dancers, the DJ, no one comes near them. Uh, it's it wasn't until the players completely left that, that the dog pound came, came onto the court. That's so weird. there wasn't the, like the, the t-shirt cannons and no. all that other shit. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they did. They the did throw some t-shirts, but they went into the crowds to do it. They mm. didn't do it from the court. And then the other thing is that it was absolutely packed in there. And the the first quarter, there was definitely some seats still open, but a lot of people show up late. But then it for the second half, the crowd was going bonkers. Yeah. Like it was an early game, which makes sense why it was like people right, showed up. It was the twelve thirty yeah. game. Was that what it no, was? No, it was, it was five o'clock. It was like PM. six p.m. Mm-hmm. on a weekday. Yeah, you know? so everyone's like getting there after work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But I ha- was so excited with the amount of energy in the in the arena, especially because th- they were winning, and it was yeah. just like. It was such a like exciting moment, even though next to us, we did have a Lakers fan. And the first thing he said to me when he sat down was, hate to tell you, but Phoenix is winning it in five. Mm. And I was like, why are you telling me this? First of all, I'm from Phoenix. Okay, Lakers fan. <laughs> I well, we out. That was and that was not the only Lakers fan to harass us through yeah. the evening, which is well, just like cool story. You're you paid money to go to, to a come Clippers to the game. game to be a troll. <laughs> yeah, like um, Twitter's free, my man. But yeah, well, you know, well your team these... isn't even in the playoffs anymore. Like right. you sound wa- wa- great. Watching these games um, has reminded, like the crowd feel, you know, and mm-hmm. it has reminded me of what it was like to go to college sports games. Mm. because I've always thought that like college basketball crowds, college football crowds are on their feet the whole game yeah. and they're mm-hmm. screaming in a part of the game in a way that is different from pro games. And I think it's just like, you know, you, you don't have a student section, you don't have as much tradition and all this stuff. And like, I watched like that. The first game I saw with a full crowd was the Knicks Hawks game. I think, mm-hmm. I think it was the one the Knicks won. If they won one, I don't even remember. But the Knicks were like playing really well. And Madison Square Garden was going off. And already, you know, the garden is like its own thing. But it seemed like a college basketball game. People were like jumping up and down. I was really excited for that. And I do think like that energy is amazing. It must be it for the players. It must feel so great. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after the year they had. What a bad year. Uh, um, okay, we have one more question before we move on. Mm-hmm. We, we ask all our guests this. So given the opportunity and assuming this would be a consensual encounter, who would you kiss in the current league and why? Okay, great question. I will say I, I'll tell you, I'll give you my exclusive Kyrie Irving story. Ooh. I and, and this is what this is what makes me afraid to even answer this question. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I shot a commercial with Kyrie, like for the <gasps> Kyrie whatever ones or something back in the day, a long time ago. Flew to Cleveland and we went to this like mansion and shot this commercial. We sat Whoa. with him for like a few minutes. And I try to be a nice guy. You know, I'm trying yeah. to I'm like the only like actual comedian of the actors there. The other guys are just sort of like background people, and I'm like. I'm going to try to make Kyrie laugh. I'm going to try to chop it up with Kyrie. Nice. I love this story already. (laughs) (sighs) Kyrie walks in, sits down, and we're kind of talking. Everyone's like, hey, man, whatever. They're all being nice. And he's kind of being a little weird, I'll say. And (laughs) not in a way that I'm, like, judging him at all, but he's a bit of an introverted kind of weirdo guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I made a huge miscalculation and I leaned over to him and I said, Kyrie, let me ask you a question. Who's the sweatiest player in the NBA? (laughs) 
gonna be a funny question. Thought about thought he'd laugh and be like, "Oh shit, let me tell you, man. Like you don't want to be guarding like fucking, you know, Joe Engels or some shit." But right. <laughs> instead, he gave me the most judgmental look. Like I've never <laughs> felt more judged by a person in my life. I was just like, "Oh my god, I've said something that makes Kyrie uncomfortable." Oh. And so my initial answer was gonna be Kyrie, but you know what, Kyrie? Screw you. <gasps> he loses out on your kiss. Wow. Loses out. So all right, let's see. Who did he, he didn't answer your question? He didn't even look at me again the rest of the shoot, I think. <laughs> oh, no. He shot the rest of the commercial, no eye contact. Oh, I think no. he probably thought I was implying some sort of like like gay thing or something. Oh, which no. I, I was just trying to be like, you got to guard these dudes. I've played pickup basketball <laughs> where you don't want to be guarding the one dude yeah. who's like, oh, she's like, and he always wants to post up, you know? Yeah. Plus, yeah. there's always stories you hear, you know, back in the day, you know, so and so was so smelly, no one could guard him. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> like, or they'd be like, uh, was it Chris Paul or somebody? They'd be like, he didn't shower for days, so nobody yeah. wanted to guard him or some shit. I don't remember. That's some legend I've heard. <laughs> That's um, actually a good strategy. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay, I just stank, motherfucker. There should yeah. be a rule, I would say. <laughs> Everybody has to be freshly showered. Yeah. Um, Everyone goes through the cologne tunnel before. <laughs> yeah. Look, I and you're saying in the current league. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I want to say. I want to say Giannis, but I mm. feel like that's probably a really you probably get that answer a lot. The reason I want to say that is because he feels really fun loving and mm -hmm. and like he he's not going to be as brooding and as annoying as a like Kyrie, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. But. In truth. It might be Devin Booker. <gasps> Ooh. Actually. Okay. You're going to be fighting with Kendall. I think I might be fighting with Kendall. I think <laughs> yeah. Devin Booker has like a great basketball look. I've always yeah. like, he looks like a coach's son. He looks like a, the type of person who just like, I don't know. Something about Devin Booker. I, I, it's He's between a him good and looking guy. He is a good looking guy. Yeah. yeah. And I also like a player who can be like, kind of like all business, but can crack a smile every once yes. in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I like you. You really, you know, understood the question because yeah. we don't. You know, we're not asking who's the hottest possible person. No. No. We're asking like, like, you know, the whole interaction. It matters. Mm -hmm. It matters mm -hmm. what their what their personality is. Also, like. are they funny? Exactly. You could go. You could go sit in the back of one of his classic cars, and the the back mm. seats there are like huge. Mm. You know, so you can really have Plenty a makeout. Yeah, you, oh, you could you could have a full on <laughs> spell spoon sesh. <laughs> you know who else is? A, I would say an underrated underdog, and this goes back to my University of Florida days. I love me some Al Horford. Oh yeah, such oh, yeah. a sweetheart. Such a smart. Eyes. Anytime he does like an interview or something, I'm just like, what a like sweet, sweet guy. I yeah. love Al Horford. He is, yeah. Mm. All right, let's move on to our next segment. Okay, so every week, so much happens, and we can't possibly cover it all. So we like to wrap it up in a little segment called "Previously on Basketball." Previously on the Mental Basketball. Nice. <laughs> All right. I'm going to read some headlines. That's a good one. Swish. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Hammond is overlooked again as the Blazers and Mavericks opt to hire shitty men for their head coaching positions. Who did the Blazers, who did the Blazers go with? Chauncey um, Billups. 
Chauncey Billups. Yeah. They love these like announcer, these like TV personality slash good point, like good guards that are just ultimately, I don't know, man. Like it's embarrassing. Uh, it, it sucks. And yeah. I think, so what's, be- what's Hammond going to do? Is she like still an assistant in, in Dallas? In yeah. Dallas. But we'll get more San into Antonio. it in a minute. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, San Antonio. San Antonio She's an assistant for Pop. Yeah. Pop, yeah. Pop. Um, the the Pistons draw the first pick in the 2021 NBA Draft Lottery and are expected to choose top prospect Cade Cunningham. Did, Nika not, Agu- did not recognize Ben Wallace without his afro when he, when they were doing that. <laughs> I was he like, looked who's handsome. This guy saying like, no, I was like, he's a good looking guy. Oh, that's fucking Ben Wallace. Okay. <laughs> uh, Neka Ogumike is snubbed by the U.S. Olympic team. The NBA is implementing new rules to prevent fouls on non-basketball moves commonly used by James Harden and Trey Young. The swipe through. <laughs> that, that whoosh was the swipe through. That was the- <laughs> Alex Caruso is arrested in Texas on marijuana man, possession charges. No. My man. <laughs> ESPN's Jay Williams claims he was hacked following <laughs> extremely inaccurate tweet about the Celtics head coach, Ime Udoka. <laughs> I love when someone tweets something stupid and is like, I was hacked. <laughs> Somebody got into my account. So uh, what Jay Williams said was the first head coach of color for the Celtics. And even more importantly, he is one what? talented individual. <laughs> Wait a minute. We all know. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh my Doc, God. River, Doc Rivers Doc- most recently, but there was many other before many. him. <laughs> but it's like, who won a championship there last? Like, <laughs> Right. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. And he claimed he was hacked? Yeah. That's my favorite thing. The claim that you were hacked and someone decided to do the most specific possible blunder yeah. is so dumb to me. Why would a hacker want to... code has now been changed. As it relates to a Boston Celtics tweet that came from my account a couple of hours ago, I did not post that <laughs> at my passcode. Why is passcode to get into his phone? I think maybe he's saying somebody like went into his phone and posted as him. So part of me is like, okay, an intern who yeah, has your, your assistant passcode? that was like <laughs> reading your notes or something. Your wife. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> my passcode was changed. I think he means to say password and just yeah, yeah. But, but he's lying regardless. <laughs> right? Absolutely lying. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, there was absolutely. a there was such a funny interaction. I just remembered this where. Jalen, I, I think it was during one of the playoff games during halftime. Jalen Rose, they were arguing. Him and Jay Williams were arguing about someone, and Jalen just goes, "Oh, okay, I guess you were hacked then." Oh yeah, yeah. I'm glad that someone did that because uh, you can't just get out of fucking up. Just say you were made a mistake. It's so stupid. And and here's, I think here's why I kind of am wanting to have some empathy, right? Right. He's tweeting about the Celtics. We know the Celtics fans are brutal yeah. mm-hmm. to, to the media, to everyone. 
So he's probably getting destroyed. I could imagine what his mentions are like. Yeah. So, but but like, just say you fucked up. Say you just right. like, sent it out really fast or whatever. Like, clearly it was a brain fart. Just say like, well, Jay, well, it's okay to say you were <laughs> hacked is so yeah. much dumber. I, f- I mean, it's clearly like he's trying to save face and like. It be makes like, it I, I would never make that mistake. I would never make you that. You know what? I think there's some, there is a thing going on, I think, in sports announcing and just maybe the NBA or just maybe it's just men in general. They just can't be wrong. Like you guys watch yes. Inside the NBA, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And when Shaq says the dumbest thing, and then Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith have to check him on it. And he's like, no, nah, what are you guys talking about? You're wrong. Double down, the double down. It's yeah. like the Shaq double down to me is a such a like stripped down version of toxic masculinity that I'm like, <laughs> Shaq, man, just be wrong. You're not yeah. that sm- you're yeah. not that basketball smart. Okay. Like you're like, for sure. You're trying to talk to Kenny Anderson about like how to play a pick and roll or something. And he's like, what you got to do is you got to just stop them. Some people are unstoppable or something. It's like, I think recently he was just saying that like some players are unstoppable on the pick and roll and Charles Barkley and Kenny were just like, yeah, but like, that's not what we're talking about. Like you got to play it <laughs> right. this way, you know? And it's funny. There's that really great clip of Candace Parker's sort of sort of. Oh yeah. Back. Oh you guys yeah. Must have we watched talked that. about it. <laughs> it. It makes me sick. Some it makes me kind of sad to see Shaq. I wish he was just a little cooler, but he's so stubborn. My yeah. God. Yeah. I'm I'm very triggered by it because my dad would never admit <laughs> when he did something fucked up. Yeah. So now I'm like, why can't men just say right? I did that? I did now, it wrong. I said the wrong thing. Now men can just say their e- email was hacked or their fucking <laughs> yeah, Twitter now, was yeah. hacked. Now my dad's going to be like, I was hacked. <laughs> Shaq was like, Shaq's like, wait a minute. My brain was hacked there for a second. Y'all, I need to make a mistake. Y'all are right. The trolls have hacked my brain. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, let's talk about the Olympics. Uh, well, I wanted to talk really quickly about how. Mm. So we mentioned Chauncey Billups was uh, named the coach for the Blazers, and um, so someone tweeted out something to Dame um, saying, "This is on Dame, in my opinion. They were always going to hire exactly who he wanted, and he wanted Billups or Kid. They put out names like Becky Hammond and Mike D'Antoni to cool off some of the backlash and hired the guy who they were always going to hire. And Dame responded on Twitter, really, I was asked what coaches I like of the names I heard and I named them. Sorry, I wasn't aware of the history. I didn't read the news when I was seven or eight years old. I don't support those things. But if this is the route y'all want to come at me, say less. So this... I was, I'm going to need someone to decipher what is even being said here. By okay, Dave. so so Billups the Billups was accused of sexual assault, um, and I think mm. what Dame is saying is that when the incident happened, he was seven or eight years old, so he didn't know about it. But this has been talked about repeatedly for a very long time. This is not right. new information. But fine, you didn't know, you didn't know. Okay, so that's that's one thing. Dame could could have been like, oops, I didn't know. But the deal's not fucking done yet, Dame. Maybe right. speak up now. Yeah. Right. It's, and it's, also it's, Jason Kidd, you know, he he had the whole incident with his wife where he yeah. Jason abused her. Kidd. Yeah. Right. So, so he basically named he named two abusers as like what he wanted as a coach. And maybe he didn't know about it. That's 
I guess possible. It seems unlikely, but I guess he probably doesn't give a shit. Is more it's likely. Tricky. Yeah. You know what's tricky is that it's like on Dame for some reason. It's like these are organizations right. hiring leaders in their organization. Like you can't. You have to be able to. Pa- do a background check on like the organizations yeah. know about these things and are deciding to do nothing about it. So yeah. I will it's say not, it's, it's not his fault. That's it's true. not his fault. It's not his decision. And like, as far as like, do I want him to say something? I do, you know, yeah. but if he doesn't, it's like, I, it's hard for me to be like, well, speak up, you know, but it's also like, it's your coach, man. You know, like, well, right. the worst part about it is it then got escalated because Olshay, who is probably I, I've heard a lot of people um, just not like him anyways. Mm-hmm. He then posted a statement completely throwing Dame under the bus. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, this is you're the one hiring the coach. Right. Mm. You're hiring Chauncey Billups. You're going to be so- paying him. You're the one that's he's reporting to you. And I I just feel like there's a couple things that are stupid about it. I think they're both names and that's really all they want. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about giving anyone an opportunity. Jason right. Kidd is kind of not that good of a coach. Like I that's don't That's the thing that sucks about I don't it. Understand. He's horrible. What do we think Chauncey Billups is going to do? No offense to Doc but he's going to keep getting hired for the rest of his life. I don't think he's making any teams better. Like I just am. So it's, it sucks that they can't take a chance on people who are clearly proving themselves on teams. Like, you know, I, I know that, I mean, from what it seems like when pop retires, she'll probably take over in San Antonio. Right. right? Because the other person that was sort of the person has left, who was the guy that was the, I don't remember. I'm saying, I don't remember. Bullshit. But <laughs> I-, I would love for someone to take a chance on a yeah. coach. Yeah. And, you know, it just seems like nobody wants to take a chance. And it just sucks that, because the Chauncey Billups thing, it's like, I don't even, I don't think I even knew or remembered it because maybe yeah. at the time it wasn't reported the way they things are reported now. And I'm sure it's talked about every time he's up for a job. But yeah. when you mentioned the Jason Kidd thing and that, I was like, oh yeah, Jason Kidd. I totally remember that story. Yeah. And I also like watched him coach a basketball team and never thought twice about it. It's really crazy. Right. And the thing that sucks is Teresa Witherspoon and Becky Hammond are great co- assistant coaches. They're doing a great job. Uh, but like like you're saying, they're just not going to be given a chance because they're not like a big name. And you know what else? The players respect those coaches. Like, I think there's an issue a lot of times where they bring in these kind of joke coaches and they get kicked out after two years because the players are just like, I don't give a, like Mark Jackson, who cares about this guy? Who is this guy? Get this guy out of my face. Where it just seems like Becky Hammond is like a from the tree of coaches that commands respect. It's yeah. like yeah. a huge mistake, but you know what? They're never going to keep da- like Dame's probably not going to be there. Like it doesn't seem like they're making winning moves over there. In my opinion. No, 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 I agree. Well, according to the Lakers fan who harassed us on the train, yeah, he's, going, he's going to Lakers. <laughs> right, Dame and Steph are coming next season. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Let's talk about the Olympics. Um, so Nike Kumeke did not make it onto the team. Uh, let's hear what her sister had to say. MVP, champion, led Team USA last year in scoring. Her accolades could fill up this whole podcast. And yet she still gets overlooked and snubbed once again. 
You see, I get it. Injuries are affecting so many stars in so many sports. Yet she was not given the same opportunity, the same grace, the same respect as other stars. How many WNBA MVPs have been left off of an Olympic roster? Well, the answer is one. Okay, they, uh, sick song started playing. I almost started dancing. <laughs> Mic drop. Wait, explain this to me. She was snubbed from the uh, women's uh, Olympic, Olympic team, women's. and yeah. because she was injured, is that what happened? Or well, she has been injured this whole season so far, right. but. Uh, she has said, and and other people have said that she will be recovered by the time they, the Olympics start, and other injured players were put on the roster. So it also doesn't. That's not a good enough excuse. What do you guys su- suspect the snubbing is f- about? Some people have said it's because the head coach is um, Connecticut person, mm-hmm. and the roster is mostly Connecticut people. That it's just like who the coach vibed well with, you know, mm-hmm. and knew already. Mm. Um, I don't really know. I, you know, I love Nico Gumake. I think she's an amazing player and she's proven herself again and again and again. Um, but I do think maybe this is, this was something that could, and I, I, I think the huge part about it is she really, really wants mm. to be on the Olympic team. That's a bummer. And they that kept, is a bummer. She even played for the national team in qualifying events and, and won. And got snubbed. And did great. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's a real bummer. I have – my opinion on the Olympics are – I've really lost – they've lost favor in my eyes. I don't I agree, yeah. care for the Olympics that much. I actually wish that no NBA players did it. I wish they just went back wish, to like college players doing yes. it, you know? I wish and there was no Olympics. Period. I wish there was no Olympics for <laughs> sure because yeah. it obviously is destroying our city right now. But yeah. I also think that like, you know, isn't Dame playing? Like, I'm just worried about the work, the load and the effort. Yeah. Like, like I know you have a short it, break. That's what I mean. It's yeah. like, take the time, just sit in a hot tub. Like, I really <laughs> want a season where everyone's well rested. It just feels yes. like... For whatever reason, there was some Olympics that LeBron led them. And since Mm -hmm. then, it's like everyone's been playing year round. And it's like, Mm. you're seeing it now, you know? Yeah. Well, LeBron's not doing it. He said he was hanging out with the Looney Tunes squad. (laughs) I think he's smart. (laughs) Yeah, it is smart. You know? But I think for for some of the young guys, I think maybe they just think that's an opportunity they can't let go get a gold medal. And, you know, I think the story too is like you go to the you go there and you get so much better because you're playing with the best people in the league and Mm -hmm. maybe you make some friends start to pick your super team destinations you know right yeah get to be coached by pop which i think butter up some hands yeah 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 yeah. wait don't butter your hands before you play (laughs) basketball though no, what? that's that's What's how gonna you sh- happen. That's when you shoot and they go butter, baby. You know, <laughs> the wetter the basketball with butter, the harder the swoosh. I don't know. If, Should I don't know we if you guys know that? Oh, I didn't know that, but thank you for no, explaining. Learn something new every day. <laughs> okay, so where we are at right now in the playoffs, the Suns are up three to one. Clippers. Um, how are you feeling about this series? What are you thinking is going to happen, Sean? Right now, I'm feeling like we're playing with house money. Mm-hmm. Um, I after the Kawhi injury, I really settled into okay, great season, <laughs> you know, like yeah. yeah. And to win that last series was, I thought, 
amazing. Like, yeah. Hats off to Donovan Mitchell. Guy's a fucking absolute superstar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm just glad that they're in the Western Conference Finals and they didn't get swept. Like, yeah, right. those are the that that is really where I'm at. And I, the games have been so competitive. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I jinxed the fucking game too so hard. I can't even I don't even want to tell the story, but oh, no. I was with my girlfriend. <laughs> we're watching the game and man, what a fucking comeback in the fourth. And they mm-hmm. go up by two. PG misses the two free throws. And something happens like point eight, you know, the point nine or whatever. Yeah. And I look over to my girlfriend and I go, we got this shit. Oh, no. And she looked at me. (laughs) She was so mad. (laughs) (laughs) She was so fucking mad. Former guest of the pod, Ellie Woods. Yeah, Ellie Woods. Shout out, Ellie. We love you. She She gave me the look. She gave me the look like, Sean, you just lost the game for your team. And to watch the play, I literally was like, wait, they could do a lob to Aiton. They start talking about it in the thing. They're like, well, I would do a lob to Aiton. I'm watching the play develop. And I'm like, no, no, no. And it happens. And, you know, I thought in that moment she could break up with. I thought it was over. (laughs) No, It was one of the biggest letdown. I couldn't believe it. But, you know, my jinxing of it aside. Incredibly competitive games. Yes. And Paul George has played great. I mean, so other good. than the free throw stuff, which whatever, you know, like I said, I'm just glad he's not on the bench with like a like MCL injury or something. Right. right. And he's played really well. I think he's silenced mm-hmm. a lot of critics this playoffs, at least yeah. for now. The amount, yeah, the amount that he's had to pick up, the amount of slack he's had to pick up with Kawhi out is crazy, and he's doing it. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, yeah, good. I was just gonna say, like, I all once Kawhi went out, I was like, it's over, and I think it's a huge achievement that just getting to the Western Conference Finals, which they've never been to in the in their 50 year history, that's that's celebration enough. Yeah, and even the game we watched, they were playing so well. It was good. It was amazing. And and I'll say the jazz are an incredible team, you know, like, so Mavericks, incredible team. Yeah. So it's like, I I can't be mad about this season. I will Mm -hmm. say I have some takes on the Clippers right now. And I, I despise Rondo hate oh. rondo that's from my years of being a miami like a those eastern that those fucking celtics and i just hate rondo and mm-hmm. i hate that he's so bad at shooting <laughs> like yeah. and yeah. i'm watching the playoffs this season and i'm just like you can't be afraid to shoot like ben simmons and oh like that is just so tragic i feel really bad for him yeah, I mean, like yeah. Rondo, he really got he really got thrown under the bus by got, everybody. Oh my god, the screw! I hate the I hate the Sixers. Like Embiid is so awful, but I mean he's a great player. But I truly sold out his teammates. You know what I mean? Like such yes, an awful, for sure. whatever. Uh, but I I don't like Rondo. I didn't like that we traded Lou Will for him. Although I didn't think not that we were going to win with with Lou Will, but right. I'm I miss not, Lou. I, I miss him. Yeah, I don't like Rondo. 
I yeah. think he doesn't bring much to the, to me, I've watched him do a lot of defensive lapses where it's like, he's a floor general. I don't see him do much out there. Like he gives the ball up immediately when he gets it. And like, you know, he's had some decent games, but I was screaming for Terrence man. Right. The whole playoffs, because I love him. Yeah. Loved he's him for a lot. He's so good and he's young and he shoots and he's got yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. Like that is what you need. And of right. course he's the one who wins it. You know, like, of course he comes through for us in a game seven. And like, I am so glad he's getting more minutes, but I'm even like, give him more minutes. Like yeah. I, mm-hmm. I liked when he started, I don't want minutes to go to Rondo. I don't like, I love, I, I love Patrick Beverly. I don't need his minutes to be that high either. Like mm-hmm. another person who it's like when him and Rondo are on the court, it's like only three people are shooting. It just makes it a hard and then if Kawhi is playing, my other take, we're seeing the Clippers get really good right now. Part of it is because I st- I think Kawhi dribbles a little too much right now. Mm. And I think it's because of all the piecemeal like basketball we've played over the last two seasons of like these guys are playing for this month and then this guy's playing and then he's sitting. We like right now we're we're moving the ball. Everyone's shooting. Reggie Jackson is balling out. Yeah, all Reggie's these players been are great. balling out. And I and and I think if Kawhi can fold back into a like team that is a little bit more moving the ball, yeah. Like I mm-hmm. think Kawhi is amazing, but yeah. man, he must be so fucking tired, backing people down and shimmying and doing all this shit. Like Legit. that's why he got injured. You know, he had to work right. so hard to be the Kawhi that we love. Mm-hmm. I think this team can make it easier on him, and this happens. You know, when you lose a star, you like galvanize around everything and you figure out who's gonna step up and. Like I'm seeing a team next season with Terrence Mann and Reggie Jackson. I mean, if we can keep Reggie, which yeah. who knows, he's going to get so paid this summer. But seriously, um, I, I'm I'm really excited. And as a like ticket season ticket holder, I'm like I was worried about next season because I was like, you know, if we lose in the second round, this team could get totally blown up. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a I think there's a run it back in this team. There's one more running it back, and like. Surge, man. I didn't even get to see Serge Ibaka at all. Like, yeah. I know he know? was Sad. wearing an amazing camo yes. coat when we, yes, uh, when we <laughs> went, we went yeah. to the game, we went to that game and we kept looking over and we we're like, who is that guy in the sick ass fit over there? <laughs> and he keeps he going into the huddle. He keeps yeah. going into the huddle. He's very active. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, who is he? Is that like a rapper or something? And I was like, wait, no, 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 no. No, no, no. That is Scarf Man. That is the Scarf Man himself. It's Quavo. What about Scarfs? What about Scarfs? Thank you. Uh, wait, Gabe, will you play the Kawhi Goes Crazy clip? Because this makes made me laugh. Yeah, this is so funny. George looking to draw a foul. Drills it. And this building has come alive. The lead is cut to six. Kawhi Leonard going crazy. Kawhi Leonard going crazy. He's just sitting in the stands. No reaction. He's like rubbing his chin. It looked like he was thinking about what he was going to eat later. Yeah. He was He was at, at the game that we went to. He was also like sitting in a suite with his two kids. It was, it was so, so cute. cute. Here's the thing. I hope he's watching the game being like, oh, shit. The game can be a lot easier for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, and not to criticize a fucking MVP to, you know, an incredible yeah. player and absolutely love having him on the court every time he's there. But man, watching it without him, watching the way Paul George is playing a little bit more free, 
mm-hmm. watching the way Reggie Jackson's pulling the trigger on shots. It's like Kawhi, you can make the game so much easier for yourself. Yeah. And protect yourself a little more. Man, he really mm-hmm. overexerted himself back like the man would dribble yeah. like 40 times and then get like a wide open layup. But it's like that is hard to do every time you come on the court, you know. So for the East, uh Bucks are and Hawks are tied one one. There's a game tonight, so by the time this comes out, it'll that'll have changed. Uh, but that I, that feels a little bit of a toss up to me. I was so surprised the Hawks got game one. Mm. What, are, you, I mean, what I mean, are your guys' picks right now? Like in these four remaining teams, like you're probably rooting for the Clippers, but like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I think the Suns are going to win the West, and I think mm-hmm. the Bucks are going to win the East. And Suns, then I want to see the Sun. I want to see the Suns win. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. I would love, I think the Suns are the best team right now. Like, I just think with thinking about Aiton and, and, you know, Booker and just thinking about the pieces that they have, they're so like pure Mm -hmm. and like kind of all peaking in at the right time. It feels really good. You know, I gotta say, I kind of feel like I would, I think the most exciting finals to me would be a Hawks Suns finals. I was going to say mm. the the Bucks Suns matchup feels awkward to me. The mm-hmm. Hawks Suns matchup feels like a very they both play fast. They're both like young scrappy teams. It would be wild. Yeah. Um, and and it, just for the city of Atlanta, I think it'd be really oh, cool, yeah. you know. Um, for sure. But, yeah, that that's an interesting series in the East. Like, I, the Bucks are so interesting. Like, I kept it just looked like they lost. If you watch the series, the 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 Sixers series, it looks like they lost. Yeah, it. right. But mm-hmm. when you look at it, they won. It's like it, it's a really interesting team, and they've you know Drew Holiday's like really good right now. Yeah, but he's I, so don't, good. Uh, I don't know. I I think the the problem with predicting anything with the bucks is they're so inconsistent. Like, That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly sometimes right. they're on fire and you're like, this team's unstoppable. Yeah. And then other times you're like, wow, they just can't get it together. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm sort of leaning Hawks a little bit. Like there's a consistency to the Hawks that I saw in the series in their previous series where it's yeah. like, they play till the final minute, you know, they can light it up from three Right. You know, Clint Capella like had the last laugh with Embiid. Like, yeah, it, it was a really. I, mm-hmm. I I would love to see Devin Booker versus Trey Young running around th- shooting threes and, and floaters. It'd be a really fun. Like, I don't know what the ratings would be like. I think you might get better. <laughs> honestly, you might get better ratings with Giannis. You know, but right. yeah. But it'd be a really fun series, and I'm glad it's a new team that's going to win this this year. It'll be that's totally. going to be fun. And look, was, I don't want to count out the Clips. Like there's a miracle mm-hmm. season in there. I've been a part of some miracle seasons before, so they could win the next couple games. They we can, you know, if the Clippers won without Kawhi, it would be. I don't know. You'd have to do like a five hour episode of your podcast to examine <laughs> what to do next. Like. <laughs> It would be kind of crazy. It's that, gonna, the it's Lakers would lose. The Lakers fans would lose their minds. They'd kill. Yeah. They would all jump off the bridge. <laughs> they would. Got, they'd all be in the mm-hmm. L.A. River. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let Let's look at this. Uh, the video, the second one of uh, Aiton. This is a very funny clip of his game winning shot. So it's game two. They inbound it. 
Aiton dunks it in. Mm. The camera pans over, and you see Stephen Stephen Smith. And Mike Wilbon. Yeah. And their jaws are on the yeah. floor. Like- I will say, Stephen A. Smith and Mike Wilbon were me and my girlfriend watching like, oh no, what did I do? <laughs> I mean, I will say like as heartbreaking a moment it was for me. What an incredible moment for sports. Yes. To it was see a beautiful lo- play. I love to see a stadium erupt like love that, too. That. It's, it's such so a fun. pure, like, uh, good for them. They got they went uh, to a game, they suffered through the hardships of like, oh my god, are we about to lose this game? Right. Cardiac game, like heart hurt. And yeah, then they're like, Sean win. already said it's over. Sean yeah, already said, Sean said it's over. The dude now <laughs> said it's over. And they got to Man, it, it, it's fun to watch from that perspective. And truly, it is a jaw on the floor moment. Like, if you're not a Suns fan, your jaw is on the ground. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think even Suns fans were like, what? We, well, because I, when that happened, everyone was like, is that goaltending? Is that possible? Yes, 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 yes. And then, yes, yes. you know, of course, uh, Jeff Van Gundy's in there like, yeah, that's actually a play. It's yeah. a, it counts. <laughs> it, um, it, it was, it's an incredible, that clip is incredible. Oh, my God. I, I really quickly want to watch. I didn't. I haven't watched this, so I want to see the Dwight video defending Ben Simmons because we were just talking about Ben mm-hmm. Bean Simmons. Twenty four years old. This is Instagram. He's still learning who he is as a person and a player. I know a lot of stuff. They can say whatever they want about anything about this man, but he's still a young man. He's my teammate. So I don't care how any of y'all feel about my teammate. I'm gonna stick with him, no matter what. Ben, I got your back, man. You're my brother, and I love you. I want everybody to know that he might have messed up, didn't take no shots, didn't do whatever. He gonna come back better next year. That's mm. really sweet. sweet. Very oh, that sweet. Makes me, it makes, that makes me, me want to like cry. Him. That makes me like Dwight more. Dwight Howard's like a big baby. He's Aww. like, and and I think that is really sweet. And I will say this about Ben Simmons. Bean Siemens. Bean, I feel so bit about you, Bean. <laughs> but the, you know, he's he's tracked, He's he's got that crazy contract right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's gonna it's gonna be pretty brutal for him in the next couple years. But I think there is a rising from the Phoenix moment. Mm. Like I guarantee, I'm gonna make a prediction right now. Ben Simmons will continue to play in the NBA and will win a NBA championship. Wow. wow, you heard it here first. We're going to clip this out and but play it. He will do happens. it as a bench player. Oh, like he will be a okay. team's first off the bench and be this giant infusion of energy and a complete unguardable mess. And he's going to change the complexion of every game he goes in and he's going to be incredible. He's just strapped with being having to be the number two on a team. Yes. And like, shoot free throws at the end of the game and like that's not the player he is and mm-hmm. and I, I i hope in the future when we see players like ben simmons we can kind of be like you know what i'm not going to throw this talent away i'm going to use it in a really focused way he can't be your number one or number two just because i think he's too inconsistent but if yeah. you let him be like hey other people are going to score just go out in the court and complete com- like He's not good chaos. with pressure. It feels yeah. Like. If, if yeah. it's like take the pre- pressure off and say like, "Hey, we're we made it to the finals and you didn't have to do anything. Just go out in the court and com- do completely whatever you want." He'll have <laughs> one or two games where he has like thirty-five points and fifteen rebounds. Like, yes. yeah. And that to me is where he's gonna end up. Like, 
you know, in the way that Lou Will was this hired gun of like, I'm never playing defense, mm-hmm. but I will score 12 to 15 points a game. And he he just needs to one. He needs to like kind of get out of the spotlight for a second and and resurface as a really solid bench player. Yeah. And then I like that idea. I think you'll start to see all his percentages go up. Free mm, throws, yeah. all of it. Yeah. I do want to say about about Will, uh, Lou Will, you know, how at games they used to say Lou when he scored, which mm-hmm, sounds mm-hmm. like blue, boo. Mm-hmm. Apparently they wanted to keep that going, even though he's no longer on the team. So now they say Zoo yes, for Zubot. Yes. <laughs> I have been it's funny because I think I always yelled Zoo for Zubot. So I think <laughs> there was a time where I was yelling Lou and Zoo at the same game. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. I still feel like if it was me, I'd be like, oh, they're booing me. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> my, it's my name. <laughs> I, I want to propose that they, you know, did you watch Mad Men? Yes. Okay. You know, when Don Draper gets married to Megan, the French Canadian wife, oui, oui. and she sings the Zuby Zuby Zoo. So they should play that in the arena yes. when he scores. That's incredible. It should it should completely Perfect. change the pro- pro- complexion of the game. It should slow down. <laughs> it should be like zooby zooby zoo defense defense zooby That would freak every team out. I think that's a great idea. I love it. Yeah, they should do more of those. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to our cutie comment of the week. Every week mm. we highlight the best slash funniest slash cutest comments made by the members of our cutie nation discord it's our cutie comment of the week now to leave a great comment (laughs) wow this week's comment is from two by two (laughs) so (laughs) this was in our video gaming channel um We were talking about the new Mario Golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and 2 by 2 said, while Luigi's journey to being a weird, horny gangster from the 20s deepens even further with a gif of him spinning punching. around <laughs> on one foot. Yeah, he's doing like a ballet move. Where it's he's like, like a, a figure skating sort <laughs> yeah. of spin, yes, okay. right? That's more accurate, yes. yeah. Gabe, you've played this game, right? It does. It, is that part of the game? It is. It's you. There's literally a button you press if you're Waluigi that will do this. <laughs> I mean, he's. I love that. I mean, ju- justice but... for Waluigi. I mean, the man's been through a lot. Yeah, this <laughs> is this is me right now looking at a Nintendo property and thinking, oh, I've lost touch with the Mario Brothers. Huh? <laughs> Did not know there was a Waluigi, but makes perfect sense because, well, you know, Wario's out there. You've never so. met. Well, you've never. Met, you've never heard. <laughs> Does he have Waluigi's mansion? No, he no, doesn't. Okay, cool. Well, that's part of the thing is that his fans are really upset because he he doesn't get to have his own thing, mm. and he even got left off of Super Smash Brothers, and they included like a thousand random pe- like yeah. characters. J- from, justice like, for <laughs> Waluigi, we're saying. Yeah. Should yeah, Waluigi but- show up in the new Sonic movie and just like blow everybody's fucking? Oh, mind? I would love that. <laughs> the The f- interesting thing is the internet has really fallen in love with him to the point where there's like very erotic fan fiction. Oh yeah, about him. Like yeah, you just brought up a picture there, and I looked at it, and there was a really realistic looking one, and it was freaking me out. I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't that like is that. Scary. Do not Waluigi like that. sees with his like nose is too believably red, like a drunk oh, guy or no. something. You know, don't I like guess it. I've never noticed his nose being red before. But like his nose in the animation is like pink. Yeah. And this yeah. one is like, uh, it's a guy with like rosacea. It's like, it's just too <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? I'm happy for him. I'm glad mm. he gets to do something. <laughs> mm. You know, give him more give him more tasks out there. Yeah. Um, all right. If you want to be eligible for Cutie Comment of the Week, you have to join our Cutie Nation Discord. Sign up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash dunktown. We're trying to get to 125 patrons by the by the time that we're doing an opening night watch along live stream yeah. wow. uh, for Space Jam 2, which is very wow. soon. We're is that doing July that. 16th? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Huge, guys. That's huge. Yeah. Are you excited or how are you feeling I about Space Jam I am excited. You know, my birthday is the 17th, so I'll probably Ooh. watch it on my birthday. Nice. Hell yeah. um, I think Happy it's going to be a big, wild, crazy, you know, am I excited for it? I'm going to watch it. You know, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. But I yeah. bet it'll be fun and stupid and yes, right. You know, yeah. it's don't set your all, expectations high. Yeah, with all the properties, <laughs> I'm sure like Jaws will dunk or something. <laughs> it'll be, be crazy. Cool. I think it's gonna be a movie where you're like, oh, the the psycho guy just did a f- crossover. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be kind of that kind of mashup. I think so. Yeah, they should get the uh, Velociraptor from Jurassic oh, yeah. Park, or they, they should, should get. Dr. Hammond or, or Mr. <laughs> Hammond. Like someone that's like not cool at all. Yeah. Alright, let's move on. Today we have a tweet for our mail basket from Peter. The tweet says, Dunktown Podcast, you two should start a podcast about AFL. Australian rules football next. I think you'd like it. And there's a photo of a guy having his shorts pulled down. And his bare ass <laughs> his revealed. His ass is out. Now, hold I on. Like- is that his bare ass or is <laughs> yes. that like a yeah. see-through? Oh, his butt is really, really, really <laughs> pale. He does compared to the rest of his body. I'm sure he doesn't, you know, s- buns out, suns out out Gabe, there. Gabe, you don't, can we enhance? Yeah, yeah we're going to we need to get it? closer. <laughs> Gabe, bring in the crack, I mean, please. It's, it's, <laughs> Gabe closed it out. He's um, like, no, I cannot do that legally. I like that our reputation is like someone who would like that. Um, yeah. And you're not wrong. You're not wrong. We would, if that's what's going on in the Australian Football League Sign us up. I bet yeah. their league is better than the NFL. You know what I mean? Hell oh, yeah. for sure. Screw the NFL. And look, they don't wear helmets, so they no. don't get like concussions as much. I've heard. And they mm-hmm. don't wear underwear even. <laughs> they, <laughs> they don't wear underwear. They barely have clothes. Actually, on. now that you mention it, Sean, I mean, it might, it might be like a mesh like lining. Right? Well, I think this is actually notorious in Gabe, Aussie zoom rules. In, please, are you going to make us beg? Gabe, can you just Google? <laughs> Google Aussie rules football butt. But. <laughs> and I bet you there's a bunch of them. I've because heard- I think you take people Gabe down by is Googling it. <laughs> I think they you um take down you take people down by pulling them down by their their clothes, right? Yeah, so that's it's a part lot of the of, game. Yeah. Oh, I bet well, no, there's the just then. a bunch of nice butts. That okay, guy's grabbing okay. a butt. Hell yeah. That, uh, yeah hello. Tiny shorts. Some of these tiny shorts too. I'm Gabe, into that. is your safe search on? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I think it is. Um, yeah, Australian <laughs> rule. Aussie rules, what we call it, probably. Okay, there's a man on the ground with his butt out. And okay, and he has these underwear. Are some very muscular butts. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. there you go. Yeah, that's like He's, a big this wedgie. This guy's getting a wedgie. Oh, he ow. does have underwear on. And thankfully. see, that's the thing is on their underwear, you can see they have big logos. And I think it's because they know yes. that they're going to be seen. Mm-hmm. This is a great point. That they're, makes sense. They have an advertising space on their so yeah. So they're to cover they're your crack. To, yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is this is a, this is not an uncommon occurrence. And if we choose to watch 
these games, we're, we're probably going to see a butt. You'd essentially you know be doing a podcast about butts. <laughs> I, feel, I mean, that's what this show is, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We talk about them a lot. <laughs> we we have a um, little description pitch deck for this, and the word <laughs> butt is in there. Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to send us something, you can email us at hi at dunk.town or you can leave a message at 903-420-DUNK. Tell us what, what's going on. Ask us about anything. Who has, Whose butt do you like? Yeah. Send <laughs> us some butt pics. Yeah. Not yourself. Not yours, not, please. No, we're not asking yeah, for Yeah, that news. was a big mistake you just said. <laughs> let's make sure we really underline not yours. And honestly, <laughs> let's... If you're a creep, don't send a butt pic. You know, yeah. let's yeah, not do it. Yeah, that's true. Self-diagnose like- as a creep. Yeah, maybe just, you know, like a, a butt pic you found on the internet. Can you mm-hmm. imagine if creeps started self-diagnosing? Like, that <laughs> well, would change everything. It would, be, it would be incredible. People would just be turning themselves into the police like, I'm sorry, sir, I'm a creep. Lock me up. <laughs> All right. Well, Sean, thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun. Oh, is there anything is so you'd like fun. to pluck? Oh, no. You know, just when you're watching... When you're watching the Clippers games next season, just keep an eye out for me sitting in the crowd, eating a pretzel, cheering, hoping Kawhi can dribble slightly less. Nice. Um, <laughs> you guys have nice seats. We've sat in them before. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, well, I probably gave up my ticket and let the downtown ladies come through. Um, yeah. Amazing. But everyone should follow you and at... You, and you, and you, you're gonna love me. <laughs> Gabe, yeah, yeah, you gotta love me. Yes, he, yes, he. Gabe, you're so sneaky. Oh, you put it on the board Snuck and everything. My, 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 I'm, I've got goosebumps, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everyone should follow you at Sean Diston. Mm-hmm. You're such a lovely, funny person. Thank you for being on the show. Yes, thank you so much. Um, and thanks to all of our cutie listeners for coming on this journey with us. As always, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I'm on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design. And thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description. Mm-hmm.